Good day, all you Achieving Reality, the podcast listeners. It's time for a new taste in beer. You have a dedicated palate and love great flavor in your beers. Well, Ironmonger Brewing is for you. We use the best ingredients around for our beers. We use less common hop varieties and small production malters to give you amazing flavors in every style of our beers. Ask your local to grab a keg or two so you can have some. Ironmonger Brewing, where flavor is forged. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. Uh, Let's see, uh, this week we talk about our film festival that we put on at the brewery, that's Naughty Soto Brewery. Also, we talk about these new Kit Kats that I found at the Brewford Highway Farmer's Market. Very tasty. So, everybody, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you at the end. Just waiting for the medicine to kick in. Yeah, a little bit. So what's going on? Nothing. What happened last week? We did something last week. I think so. Oh. Over at uh, Naughty Soda slash Ironmonger. Still recovering. Oh, are you? Yeah, I had to produce that thing. Remember? Uh, no, no, I don't. You don't remember it either? No. Oh, good. <laughs> this will be a short segment. Yeah. <laughs> Cue independent film music. Oh, that thing. Oh. You mean the first official Achieving Reality event ever? The, yes, the Achieving Reality, the film fest. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> the Naughty Soda Ironmonger Achieving Reality. Pop Culture Architects Independent Film Event. Event showing, screening, screening at the barrel room. At the barrel room, so much product placement you can taste it. (laughs) What'd you think? I was too busy running around having to work, so except for coming in and doing a couple of announcements, you were too busy running around screaming. Why was I screaming that? I don't know. Everybody was asking. What, what's Larry doing? Oh, well. Mm-hmm. He says it's part of being the monkey. He's got to do it. <laughs> He's giving tours. Follow me. Hey. <laughs> Walk this way. Hey. Follow me. Beer. 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 <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your tour. <laughs> Big shiny object. Beer. There we go. This is what we use to make beer. beer. Next room. This is where Dave comes up with beer. Next, next room, room. The lobby. Hey. Who was in the next room? Beer. Beer. Yay. <laughs> Time to buy a t-shirt. Go buy a t-shirt. <laughs> go buy a t-shirt. Well, when are you going to get the new t-shirts out? Those yellow ones with the black beer on it? We're not, we're not doing that. I actually told him I wanted to do that, and he's like, "No, that would be awesome. It would be great." Just yellow shirt with block lettering says "Beer, Beer Ironmonger Brewing." 
No, just beer. You had, well, you had it across the back, I remember. Well, I just put it under it. And that, and we'd make it do the arrow thing. Ironmonger brewing, the arrow. Yeah. Why do I on the sleeve? That's where that's the hot place to put stuff now. Is right here on the sleeve, right there where your swastika used to go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I never had a swastika. Or if you're an MP, you have your MP badge there. There you go. That, that's a little better. Well, who else wore logos on their arm there? The Jews. <laughs> Cut all that out. <laughs> Failed bit. Hey everybody, how you doing? Hey! hey. <laughs> My name is Larry and I'm not yet. No. Yeah, I guess I would be. You're more of a supplier. Yeah. You're on fleet. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the barrel room here at Iron Mother and Naughty Soda Brewing. Of course, I am Larry Greenstein, I'm one of the proprietors, and uh, I'm also uh, one of the pop culture architects, like some of us here, and I'm Larry of the Chris of Achieving uh, Reality, the podcast, uh, and pretty much almost everybody else on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got a, a nice little film thing going on here. It's an independent filmmakers film fest, as I've been calling it. Uh, I'm so happy you all showed up for it. Also, we got some of you in here that will be talking about projects you're doing. There'll be a little bit of Q and A. Yes. Yep. And uh, there's about what about twelve things we're gonna see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. well, 12 or 13 things we're going to see today. Uh, we'll also have some other people from the side coming in as you sit down and watch. I hope you all enjoy what you're seeing. And I will be turning the lights out so, you know, you get scared. You're tough. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody touches your butt, it's probably me. So, uh, please relax and enjoy what you're seeing. And when you need a beer, well, wait until we go on to some kind of break. Get up in the middle of the movie, it's just not right. And <laughs> uh, uh, without further ado, I give you over to Chris and we'll start this thing going. Now, first, I want to introduce we have with us Jim Adams, who's the monster tech. Yeah. yeah. You haven't worked with Jim yet, please do. Right. Jim's been running a podcast. What are you at, 75 episodes? I'm sorry? What are you at, 75 episodes now? Yeah, we're uh, right about at 70. Classic monster movies, sci-fi. The old monster movies that you grew up with that uh, I grew up in the 60s and uh, the monster movie matinees, the, the local TV stations that they, they had a major impact on my local film making films and being an actor and that sort of thing. Those are the movies we're talking about. We just, uh, the last episode, uh, we talked about uh, one called The Gorgon, uh, Hammer Film. Not a real well-known one, but uh, we uh, did a couple of weeks ago, Gojira, we'll probably do another Godzilla movie down the road, a lot of the old Hammer, Christopher Lee, Peter Fisher, uh, some of the great Vincent Price movies, and a lot of Vincent Price films. Yeah. <laughs> Start over. Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. Hey, what'd you think of our first event last weekend? Hey. 
you knock your laptop into the floor? Uh, yes, I hit my hand on the laptop. It was good. I think it went over swimmingly. Yeah, we had... Oh, actually, I have the book. <gasps> bum, 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 bum. I have the book. I have the book. I can tell you, I can tell you exactly. I can tell you exactly who was there and who wasn't there. Yes. And I could tell those people who wasn't there. Da-da. We had two of our groups representing the veterans in film. Yes. This was our spotlight group for the showing. Apparently. Bravo Whiskey Charlie Films and mm-hmm. Sit Rep Productions. Mm-hmm. Represented by our good friend Albert Roberts. Yes. Because Tim Everett had a prior commitment. He could not be there. Nah. But he did send along some trailers that we used to kick off the, the event. Mm-hmm. The one for his uh, Old Republic Star Wars which I thought was really pretty cool. I'll introduce you to Albert Roberts. Oh, wow. He is, uh... Albert doesn't go anywhere without a cinnamon chime from Naughty Soda. (laughs) (laughs) So, hi, I'm Albert. Uh, I'm speaking on behalf tonight of uh, my good friend, my dear fellow veteran of the U.S. beloved Army, Tim uh, Everett. He is the uh, proprietor of Bravo Whiskey Charlie. It's pronounced whiskey without an E. Don't get it wrong, owner his Scottish ass, his Scottish ass will get right to you and correct it. He talks like that. He's a fellow uh, battle brother of the U.S. Army, and I was also in the Air Force, so we make films. We goof around, we don't need a lot of riffraff, we don't need fancy stuff. We need a mission, and if the mission is a film, guess what? We'll take that bill. So that's what we do. Uh, we love working with y'all civilians, but we just need y'all to understand we're different. We're very different. We, we don't deal with ego and drama because it's business, not personal. Woo! Uh, let, me, so. let me interject something because I've worked with Albert. <laughs> they don't know the concept of a difficult location shoot. Pull <laughs> <laughs> into the parking lot. Okay, where's the location? About three quarters of a mile down this path. In a canyon. No, it's like five miles down this hill through a river. Where were you when... Okay, where were you when you shot um, the footage for Cost of Living? Yeah, we went up that riverbed for like 18 miles. Yeah, we rocked in. We, we were carrying kit, uh, MREs, little food packets. Uh, no, no I, call, I, I talked to Tim before that shoot because I was, I was feeling bad because I wasn't helping him out. I go, where is it? I have a record that, I have a record that Sunday for the podcast. Where are you guys at? And you're like, we gave you grid coordinates. You're like south of Fort Benning <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was yep. way, way south. We're yeah. still in Georgia. But However, was... in the park, if you cross over a certain area, the time changed. Yeah, so, so you can be like, okay, what there. is my phone? Oh, okay, it's no, it's one o'clock. No, okay, it's two o'clock. It was doing that. Which yeah. messes with you if you've been drinking. And then he sends <laughs> he sends his footage back. Yes. I'm like, okay, you were shooting in Georgia. I get the footage back to Tim. I'm like, okay, they're in Afghanistan. This is not, I don't know where he found this location. You'll see it in the trailer. And we had, uh, see, the guys from Full Lock Media came out and they had uh, two movies that they showed us, mm-hmm. which are pretty good. Our good friend, Indiana Safuentes. Yeah, and he showed but, us uh, Many of you will recognize from The Walking Dead, although you won't actually recognize him from The Walking You'll Dead. You'll recognize him from The Walking Dead, but you might not actually be able to. You'll recognize him and be like, I know him from somewhere. And then somebody say, oh, you saw him on The Walking Dead? And they'll be like, yeah, that's where I saw him. That guy. That guy. Or if you happen to find his YouTube channel, Cooking with Indy, well, you say, I recognize him from there. Yep. He came in and 
Show us a cooking with Indy. Show us a cooking with Indy episode. and uh, Which made everybody really hungry. Yeah, which almost caused a problem. Because <laughs> everybody got really hungry. Yep. And uh, we had to break for food. Yes. And then we burned through seven Thank- pizzas thankfully, in like ten minutes. Thankfully, Larry and Marissa were thinking ahead. And Just not pizza. far enough ahead. Yeah. Hi, my name is Indiana Cifuentes. My friends call me Indy. You often call me Indiana. That's a joke. <laughs> you can call me Indy. Um, I am an actor. I came out here. I'm a former ballet dancer that um, ended my career there for a minute. Thought I was never going to get back into entertainment. Then I was out in the oil fields and I got a call basically saying, I need to pursue what I love. And it wasn't money. So I chose acting. Um, I'm a former oil field worker. And if you've seen me, it's, or if I seem familiar, one of two things. Either you watch The Walking Dead or you watch a lot of porn. Right? I'm, a, I'm one of the saviors in The Walking Dead. Um, I'm, Negan is my boss. We answer Negan. We make the world a better place. Or we'll kill you. And we will take half your shit. Uh, on top of that, what I do is every Monday we release Sherry Malin, my girl, and I, we film a little show called Cooking with Amy. And I just cook shit. I've been a bartender, uh, I'm a mixologist, and bartenders, when you work in nice places, you get to meet great chefs. And as a bartender, you hook them up with a little bit of, and they're your best friends. So I learned to cook through my great-grandmother, my grandmother, and a lot of chefs, I got drunk. (laughs) And so that's what we do on our free time. Every Monday we put out, it could be, Five minutes, it could be 17 minutes. It's just, we make something. And this one is about leftovers. Because <laughs> I was walking down the stairs and I wanted some mm, tomatadas. And I knew I had torn tortillas in my fridge. So that's what we made. No more talking. Let's get the show on the road. Thank you all for watching. We had uh, Damon Wood come in and he is uh, giving us a preview of his web series, Driver. Oh, that yeah, was really cool. I, I really like the way that shot. Mm-hmm. I really like the, what they're doing with that. Which that one has uh, Kristen Tinsley in there, if you, for those of you who are oh, that's right. She's familiar in there. with the podcast. Or the our other stuff, our movies. And she has a couple of videos on our YouTube channel. Well, she had, she's in, she's in <clears throat> one of our short films mm-hmm. from 48, which we named after her song. Yes. Then we had the guys from Sketchworks. Yes. Brian and... Uh, Brian and... Bunch of his people. Yeah. <laughs> Whose things I can't remember off the top of my head. Lauren, was an Ellen there? I think it. Jennifer. Zach. Uh, 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 <laughs> Brian and Zach and, and Tony and <coughs> Marsha and. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Peter and Cindy and. Yeah, there was four or, four or five of them there. They're all real nice, real funny. Good laughers, too. Yeah. Well, you gotta have a good sense of humor. Kind of appreciate that little, one little section there where they're all sitting, you know. All the jokes were never good in that section. Oh, yeah. It's good. They even got my, with uh, further a don't uh, joke. <laughs> I'm glad somebody did. <laughs> Screw you. Sketchworks. Sketchworks. Right. Oh, I guess they needed me at the No, they probably didn't. I'm going to make a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey folks, uh, I'm Brian Tronxel. I'm one of the owners of Sketchworks Comedy, and we do uh, live sketch comedy, Saturday Night Lifestyle. We've been doing it since 2001. Obviously not the same people for all those 15 years. We rotate people in and out. But we do have a history of doing sketch comedy. We used to do a bunch of uh, videos in our shows. And uh, about a year ago, we realized that we have the best sort of filtering out process because we do live shows. We know what sketches work with audiences. We have actors that have already rehearsed them and done them, so why not make some short films out of them? So that's what we started doing, and uh, we've done five since then. This is our latest, Office of Quality, which is based on our uh, fall show, Heels. Which you may ask yourself, why are there women playing men in this? Well, Heels was an all-female cast, and uh, Maria Liatis and Summer McCusker did these great characters playing these guys. And we figured, let's use them in the film version, even though there's no real reason for them to be women playing men. But they're so good, their characters are so good. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Um, check us out, our new live show from Russia with Sketch opens at the Village Theater June 16th. Uh, we'll have another show in August after that. You can find us at sketchworkscomedy.com. You've got 10 years of films we've done on our YouTube page. Uh, if anybody has any questions, Katie Hogan's here. She wrote tonight's thing. So if anybody's interested in sketch comedy, live or otherwise, come talk to us afterwards. Enjoy Office of Quality. Then uh, after that was us. Oh, yes. Uh, the, what Hamlet said. Yes, we got the premiere newest film. Got a pretty good reaction, I thought. We should have shown uh, Achieving Reality. No. Why not? You're a higher caliber team now. We're, we're you were just in your own little dream world, aren't you? We're making we're making much better movies now. We gotta, oh, are we? We got to put forth our best effort. You know, so people say, "What are those people doing in there?" <laughs> okay. What are those people sitting among us real filmmakers for? Because that's that wasn't good. <laughs> that's me. I want to reintroduce you to somebody who I introduced you to earlier as a podcaster and a movie aficionado. I want you to meet Jim Adams, the actor, who's agreed to say a few little words about the uh, movie you're about to see. Jim? Yeah. So one of the joys about being a starving artist uh, you guys hear me okay? Yeah. I'm old theater guy. Is that uh, when I get this phone call from a guy named Chris Ray and he says, What are you doing on Black Friday? It's like, I'm probably sitting home watching TV because I'm not a big shopper. I, uh, if I do anything, it's usually online. So, yeah, I'm singing. So, you know, I'm not buying for a whole lot of people. So, yeah, I'm available. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> So uh, he came up with this great idea of let's do a Black Friday film. And all of us who uh, didn't want to get involved with all of the uh, all of the nonsense that goes on at shopping malls on Friday after uh, Thanksgiving, so I all get together at a little studio and shoot this film. But one how can you go ahead and do it? The actual script was written about a week before I came. Yeah, about a week before. So, we didn't know what we were walking into, pretty much. And uh, basically, as you'll see here, without, I, I don't want to spoil it, because I'm notorious for spoiling movies on my podcast. Uh, notorious for 50-year spoiler alerts. <laughs> the 
this 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 time. Uh, we we're all playing ourselves. We're all playing actors, not ourselves per se, but we're playing actors. So uh, for most of us, we cannot say I may not be an actor, but I played one. This probably describes a lot of our careers. But anyway, no, we had a lot of fun putting this all together, and uh, I, I think what makes what made this one so much fun for all of us was that. One of the, I think one of the most brilliant things about comedy, really good comedy, is that it's basically real life just tweaked a little bit. And that's what I think we can see here. And what Hamlet saw, plus it had Hamlet in the title, and I love Shakespeare, so yeah. I'm gonna turn that project down. So ladies and gentlemen, this is what Hamlet said. Yeah. Amazing, that was amazing. Nice. You guys like it? I got a Woody. Nice. Dre, I got Indian, I got Albert. Anybody else? Great job. Anybody else from the movie in Jim? Obviously. I really appreciate you guys coming out and helping me with that little project. I wrote it with improvisation from the cast. We did our we did our little best. Our um, audio guy let us set up in his performance hall, oh, right. and then we, we shot the great job. Yeah. We shot the director reverse right here. A lot of fun. And I really appreciate the help from my casting crew. Actually, me and Skip with the crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we had the uh, episode two of Primrose Tales was screened. Yeah, uh, uh, Sunday morning. Yep. I was in that one too. You're in that one too. Yeah, I was. I played a, a bartender. That was uh, my my first bartender role. No, second bartender role. First. First bartender role. Uh, and my first zombie role, but not the first time I was dead. Chris likes to kill me in movies. It's not just me. No thanks. Stacy did it too. That's true, but you were part of it. No, I had nothing to do with that one. Oh no, 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 no. I just paid the entry fee. Uh huh. What are my other? Collaborators, co-conspirators, come and present next. PJ. The guys from Peach Geeks showed uh, their film Taekwondo, Joe, which I believe you can find on Vimeo. I think they're on Vimeo. I, know, I didn't get to see it, so. Vimeo, or you've seen it before. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, they, they screened right after us at the 48. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember if it's YouTube or if it's uh, Vimeo. I think it's Vimeo. Well, just go on Google and look it up. It'll come up. No, I'm in the middle of a bit. <clears throat> and uh, Stacey Palmer shows I don't up. mean you go on Google. I'm saying you, the listener, Go on Google and look it up. Um, I'm Steve, this is Ron, we're on Peach Geeks. Uh, this film here is done for the uh, past year's 48-hour film project. Um, this is the first film that we uh, wrote and directed ourselves. 
Um, we participated in a couple of the projects before. Um, Ron and I met forever ago, say that. I lived in California, he lived in Georgia. We met uh, writing Star Wars role-playing, and uh, at one point we had one of the most popular um, Star Wars role-playing sites, uh, text-based sites on the internet, so uh, we decided. And, and I'm single, so. <laughs> no surprise, but, um, and so what we decided to do forever ago was, you know, what we do really similar to screenwriting, at least what it's looked like. So we decided to uh, pair together and start writing uh, films. But this is our first uh, actual film that we uh, produced and directed, so we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, Stacy Palmer uh, show us her movie. It's a 60-second short film. That was another one I couldn't Called see. Guest Room. You didn't see Guest Room? No. Oh, crap. I didn't get to see a lot of them. I, I had this. I was doing this thing called running a business. Yeah, and you went running the lights like you're supposed to. I know, because I had to run a business. It was causing lots of problems. Oh. It's all your fault. Uh, good. And Michael Harper showed his movie, <clears throat> Take Me Out, which is great. It has um, Robert Pralgo in it. Yeah. And uh, we kind of cut it short because people were... Getting antsy. Well, because we were hot. running long and it was hot and everything. So we are saving Survivor Type until screening two. Screening part did. Part did. We also got to see uh, Jim Adams. From I was about the to say, we had Jim Adams come in. He came in, he did was, a little bit of NC duties for us. New duties. Good. He was wearing his Monster Attacks from his podcast shirt. He was wearing his Monster Attacks from his podcast shirt. Monster Attacks from his podcast, The Shirt. From his podcast. This is a very interesting syntax you were using there. Not one I think that goes along with our language, but okay. <laughs> Excuse me, what the hell was that? Oh, and we had a quick thing from the uh, Harry Strange podcast as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony was there. Tony also wrote uh, <clears throat> Sunday Morning. I noticed there was a lot of people becoming Facebook friends from the screen, so that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made we had a lot of contacts made. So it was a pretty good little event. Yeah. We, Larry and I got to go out there and do our thing. Yeah. I got to didn't do my thing, and then you came out later and... Told did, everybody to ignore his thing. Did a quieter version of your, of your thing. I apologize <coughs> for all of Larry's things. And Ooh. Larry's things. All the offensive things Larry said and did... Make everybody get back in their seats and (laughs) storm out. It's what I do. Oh, and Albert gave out copies of Test Group. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I had a few people pick up copies that he left. He had about 10, 15 left. Yeah. So uh, we had uh, four or five of them go out the door yesterday. One guy came to me. He's like, so what is this? Well, it's a DVD. <laughs> it's a box. It's plastic. It's got like, writing on it. He's like, but what kind of DVD? I went, well, if you can't tell from the name and what's written on the front, it's a horror film. It's, it's like, kind of DVD you put in a player. Yeah, it's kind of DVD you watch. It, it spins around, and goes. <laughs> you know, the little laser comes out and reads it, and goes, and it goes, boom, and then you watch it on the screen. You got one of them newfangled televisions, don't you? That only play on a flat screen. You gotta have a flat screen for that play. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we had a few of them go out the door. Well, I want to get that. I you want can't to... sit behind the music. I just wanted to put yeah, that out. Rizzo missed the whole thing. Yeah. 
Uh, Larry, hey, Marissa. Larry, Larry made her sit at the front door the whole day. <laughs> I did not. Guess who's here, everybody? It's Marissa. Hello, everyone. She, she can put in her two cents on about the uh, film uh, Bajubal. Well, I don't really... I didn't see too much of it, so... Because I was at the front door. See? <laughs> I was at the front door. Very like slave driver. Said. I am not a slave driver. Build that pyramid. <laughs> She's not Jewish. Only thing I can think a Jewish slave driver would make you do is build pyramids. Jewish slave drivers... There weren't any Jewish slave drivers. They were the ones being the slaves. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, why would I have her build a pyramid? I already know how. Right. Eh, it's quicker I mean, if I do it. Because otherwise, how would you do it doing it right? I got practice. Wow. I mean, it looked really nice, actually. I mean, the whole the, uh, the warehouse was set up very professionally. No thanks to us. No, yeah. you know, we didn't do anything. You didn't do any of that? Skip came by and picked up his PA yesterday. Yay. So, thank you, Skip. Yeah, thank and you, Mark, Skip. And Mark. Who, uh, crap. I can't remember the name of his company now. Uh, di- digital, no. And the Defined Conventions. Was set up by that guy. Defined, Defined con- Conventions. Defined Conventions, AV Rentals and Solutions. And he doesn't have his name on his business card. Melvin. Mark. His name is Mark something. But yeah, I'll get you in touch with him. Mark Summers. If you need a nice big screen and AV setups, or light or up lighting or down lighting or any lighting. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll we'll get you in touch with him. Hit us up on Twitter or Fartbook or or Facebook, yeah. Facebook. What's Fartbook? Is that something new? That's the thing Larry's involved with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's Larry's new uh, novelty (laughs) item. (laughs) Fartbook. So how many people follow you on a fart book? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Oh, well. Well. This is a little novelty out of me. He had one prototype made up. He hadn't put it down long enough to get any more made. He's just sitting there giggling. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I gather... I gather we're going to do this, uh, this independent movie theater production in the next several months. Well, I don't know about the, the movie theater part, but uh, yeah, we're yeah. doing another one in uh, movie screening. Okay, possibly no, November. Either the end of October or beginning of November. Okay, so okay. possibly November, possibly October. Cool. Mocktober. Mocktober. It's 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 right after October, but right before November. Mocktober. Depending on the people's availabilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll grab lots of celebrities and stuff. Oh, cool. well, yeah. Local celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, him and me, you. Jim. Jim. That's about it. Dre. 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 Dre will be famous by then. Maybe we'll get Charles. I'd like to have Charles there. That'd be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think it was good. I think it was a great success. Um, there was a lot of people. I'll say there was that. quite a few people. There was a few people who just wandered in and sat down to watch. They got a big kick out of it, so... <laughs> They just came in off the streets. Hey, what's going on here? We're watching movies. Cool, dudes. <laughs> no, not those people. Where'd y'all get that beer? <laughs> no, these people. Next came room. In. Oh, okay. These people came in, bought beer. We're like, what's going on next door? It's like, oh, it's an independent film. Bring your beer. Sit down. Drink your beer. <laughs> Shut up. He's a bristles. <laughs> Play jingle. Oh, oh my eye. <laughs> Damn pretzel rods. Well, somebody said there was somebody actually saw the 
the post on the Facebook page and yeah. showed up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I boosted the post so we could have more people. I spent twelve dollars on that. Dang, never. No wonder we went over budget. <laughs> Let's uh, kill this now. <laughs> and cue Waikiki music. You don't want to talk about the manga. What you got for us, Larry? Yep, what do you have today? Crinkle bag. Kit Kat. Kit Kats. Those are the uh, Asian ones. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> These are the green tea ones, are they? No, we already did those. Thank God I got a cold. <laughs> These are chocolatory. Chocolatory. <laughs> What's chocolatory? That's what it says. Chocolatory Molson. Is that where the bad chocolate goes and then bad enough to be sent straight to hell? Sure, why not? Ingredients are sugar, cacao, palm cacao. cacao, palm oil, whole milk powder, wheat flour, lactose, dried cranberry, oh, lactose. glucose, almond, cocoa butter, almond paste, cocoa powder, yeast, emulsifiers, artificial flavors, soy, bu- sodium bicarbonate. Sodium yeah, rising, I guess. Oh. There you go. Have a couple. What do they think of Kit Kats as being baked goods? Here you go. Have a couple. Well, you got the crispy wafer. Bigger mm. ASMR more bit. This is, this is the uh, first Kit Kat ever made with toppings on it? Yes. Right. Do we know that for a fact? Yes, because she just pulled it up on the internet. Oh. Everything on the internet is true. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it Wikipedia? No, it's Sora News 24. Tastes like a Kit Kat with almonds and cranberries. And hazelnut. I hate hazelnut. Oh, I guess you're going to be not so happy with next week's uh, product review. Nutella. <clears throat> we're going to do a series of Nutella, and we're going to compare it to all the Nutella knockoffs I can find. <laughs> Good yay. Start with the, the Target version, then we'll go to the Walmart version, and the Publix version, and the Kroger version. These are pretty good. Yeah. Here. Squirrel. Scratching himself. The stuff embedded in the top is kind of off-putting. It's nuts and cranberries. It's literally all it is. It looks like shit that got trapped in the machine and pressed into the chocolate. This doesn't look like it has anything on it. Yeah, it does. It's a little bit, though. Hey! Nakahora! Why aren't you watching the machine? Well, my bad. No, I need them. Mm-hmm. But then anyway, I just like chocolate, so. Well, yeah. Seems like it might be a little darker chocolate than the... American version. Yeah, they, they like a, a little bit more tart, but sweeter chocolate over there. No, I mean, it looks darker, too. So. Yeah, it looks physically darker, yeah. That's not bad. No. I, I, didn't I, still, I still don't want the green tea ones. Why not? It might be bad. No, they're good. You don't know. I've had them. Not on the show. No, not on the show, but they are good. You have to like green tea. Mm. What was that? Does anybody like green tea? 
Mm-hmm. You're sitting with two of them that love green tea. Green tea plain, or do you like dump enough sugar in there to plain? Plain. You're weird. Why am I yeah. weird? Because we like green tea. Yeah, that's the only reason why we're weird. Hey, if that's all that makes us weird, that's fine. Yeah, I, I got a list of shit that makes me weird. But if that's all that makes us weird to you, thanks. Mm-hmm. I need another couple of these. They're good. Okay. The next segment would be great. I just want to run around the table. <laughs> 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 Wheel of soda. <laughs> hey, that doesn't know well. Nope. Mm. Haven't had a chance to get over the rocket fizz. I have to dust that thing off. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading this. It says since the first high-end specialty yeah, kit mm-hmm. chocolate tori store opened in Tokyo back in 2014. Chocolate tori. Yeah, chocolate tori. Chocolate well, C H O C O L A T. I understand. I read it off the front of the thing. Yeah. Open in Tokyo back in 2014. They released some unique creations like limited edition chocolate wafers wrapped in gold and frozen, make your own varieties, or doused in servings of liquid nitrogen. At, at the center of the specially changed lineup, however, the, the is the popular Molson inspired by popular European. Mendiant confections, which are chocolate discs topped with dry fruits and nuts. Previously only available to customers lucky enough to visit one of the eight Kit Kat chocolate stores around the country. The popular Molson has now been redesigned for mass production and released in stores throughout Japan. Molson. Molson. Yeah. Molson Gold? All right. So I like them. Chocolatory as in like laboratory, maybe? Maybe. Chocolate laboratory? Yeah. Could be. There you go. <clears throat> chocolate lab. Oh, chocolate lab. Not chocolate lab, I don't think. Maybe it has almonds in it, which is good. Yeah, and hazelnut. And, and hopefully neither of you are allergic to those. Hey, cranberries. Nope. I'm not allergic to any food. Hey, the mushrooms this, are good. Has, this has uh, this had cranberries in it, and you still ate it? Yeah. I don't like cranberry sauce. Why are you giving it to me? I'm trying to give it to you. Why are you giving it to me? Because you're closer to the thing. But I have another thing to do. Well, that's the next bit. <clears throat> we ain't finished the first bit yet. <clears throat> Ow. How come we're not? How can you not offer any more of the other stuff? What? He had a couple. You want more? Or he did? Okay. So I like them. I'm probably gonna buy them again. I don't think I like them more than regular Kit Kats, but no. But yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. How many? Interesting today. change of pace, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, concur. You would concur. I would concur. My city! My chocolatory! Cue music! (laughs) Alright folks, and there you have it. Another episode of Cheating Reality Podcast done and put away. Kinda, sorta. I hope you really enjoyed uh, listening to what we did. We found it very successful. And uh, we think that uh, November will be another good one. So keep on your toes uh, and listen for that information. Also, the Kit Kats were very tasty, and I do plan on buying them again. So uh, for Chris, myself, uh, Harvey, and Marissa in parentheses, I'm Larry saying... Bye! Thank mm-hmm. you.
I sat down and played. What does this have to do with my very swanky film event thing? I don't know. She came down here. We just took a whole different yeah, turn. I'll do it when Marissa got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Marissa's all disgusting. Marissa with her millennials and 69. <laughs> <laughs> 69 millennials. Oh, really?